0: Michaels. Patrick Bateman. The one and Ah, uh, never mind, I can't even say that.
1: Oh, I'm pretty sure.
0: There's you're, a Brett Michaels. The no but, but that, a George Patrick Michaels. Michael, Pat, Patrick Michaels. Patrick Bateman. Oh, you're is, the one uh, and only fictional yeah. character. Really? Yes, yeah, a murderer. Oh. Or so that it doesn't is fit you. the bill at all. Uh no, it doesn't. I'm glad that you said that. Um we are in the communal creative studios uh, Town Center Mall, downtown stu- right there,
1: <laughs> studios. I don't know why you're going there. You said it just that. fine.
0: Well, if it, we haven't really had an opportunity to say where we are because we just launched this this new space uh, a few weeks back, right? Correct. Um, but we're we're here uh, tonight because we just did something really cool and something we haven't been able to uh, experience in 15, 16 months. I
1: think, like I said, it just felt like a fog lifted. Mm-hmm. And uh, you forget the feelings that you feel when live music is present. But, or present. Um, But, yeah, I think the the idea right from the get-go was to have live music as Mm -hmm. part of the
0: show. Yes.
1: And uh, the pandemic has made that a little bit
0: difficult. And the ability to promote and... um have all of us experience, you know, some bands that you may never have heard of before, and and uh, maybe that can't be said for everyone about the band that we had in tonight, which we're not going to name right now. Well, we don't. No, we're not oh, going to name them. We're not going to name them. But uh, you know, somewhere, sometime in the next few weeks, at least, we'll we'll be able to show you guys what happened tonight. But basically, we had a band in the studio, and uh, they played a few songs, and it was. Oh, well, I, I you you were definitely riding a, a live music. I high. like
1: again. I it's just. You know, and it's a fact that when you see live music, there's endorphins, there's mm-hmm. all kinds of things that happen to you that you don't necessarily think about. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just, yeah, I, I felt it. That's Live music is a huge part of, or was a huge part of my life, and just to be back in front of musicians playing. Very exclusive
0: show, And exclusively,
1: too. and there were several times where I'm like, how did I get to be this lucky?
0: Yes, exactly. Now, I will say, I re- was reminded of something tonight, and... um For many years, I've ignored the benefits of earplugs. (laughs) Um, I can't imagine that won't be detrimental detrimental to me in the future. But um, so yeah, we got to get some earplugs here. But the feeling of the drums being so loud that you like blink every time the snare is hit. Just
1: feel it right in. Forgot about that.
0: Yeah, I forgot. Now, now, obviously, it's been a long time since we saw live music. The last show I was at was the Glory Sons and Black Pistol Fire, which we've talked about earlier on episode two with Eric Owen from Black Pistol Fire. That was uh, March, March, March... March 10th. Of March... Ooh, okay, March 10th, 2020. It's pretty easy to remember. That's true. That was my last concert. Was it yours?
1: Uh, well, I mean, technically, no. When things um, kind of seemed like they were on the right track again, uh, remember uh, Bose held the, uh, the, the red, red light yeah. uh, night when Whale and the Wolf from Edmonton came down. Mm-hmm. So... I would definitely count that as being in front of live music, although it was different, right? Yeah. The band is behind. A little more restrictive. You know, a little more restrictive. So, but yes, the last like full blown regular concert
0: was Black Pistol Fire and the Glorious Suns. And coincidentally, uh, just last week, we were able to announce. So the last band to play yeah.
1: and the first band to announce. Their post COVID shows. 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 Shows is, uh, is the Glorious Suns, which is uh, amazing.
0: And we're pretty lucky, I think, looking at that that uh, tour date list here in Red Deer to be one of the only cities getting shows of this size, right? So,
1: and, and Vancouver's got multiple shows, which you'd expect Vancouver getting multiple. Are they the shows. Commodore in Vancouver? The Commodore in Vancouver, oh, okay. and I think they do three nights. In, that's so good.
0: three nights in Vancouver,
1: two nights in Red Deer.
0: Yeah. Like, it's incredible. And uh, I think in Edmonton and Calgary, they're playing at pretty big venues, aren't they? Uh,
1: yeah, Bigger. Like, I think they're Mac Holligan in Calgary, yeah. which is where they were going to play right, before right. everything shut down. So, um, but, I, you know, I don't know that we've ever really gotten into it, but uh, we have a really good history with that band mm-hmm. in uh, Red Deer specifically. One of the first markets, I think, that really kind of adopted the Glorious Suns.
0: So, end of January, beginning of February, they're doing two shows here in Red Deer with J.J. Wild opening Um and although they're the very first band to announce post-COVID shows, I don't, I'm don't. i getting the idea that we probably won't have to wait until 2022. I think we'll be
1: seeing some live music well before then, yeah. for sure.
0: So, uh, well, I can't wait to get my second dose, that's for sure, sometime soon. Um, speaking of concerts, I, and this is something I've wanted to ask you for weeks now on, on the road stage stages, what was your first concert? You know, it's... Um
1: people probably like really i I honestly don't remember exactly what the first concert was and it depends on what you're talking about right like we uh, you know we had some uh, local bands come through and play like i
0: grew up in didsbury which is can you can you is that 45 from calgary what do you say
1: uh, Yeah, 45 from calgary didsbury smack dab in the middle of red deer and right right. and and calgary so there were some things like that um i do it's embarrassing but i do remember going to see i think it was like cory hart Mm-hmm. Uh, with my cousin so i think that might have technically been my first like arena show
0: and that was at the dome and that or... was at the saddle dome right
1: um but the recollection of that is vague and it didn't have the big so if you're talking about the first concert that had a big impact
0: like on your me, first big boy concert my
1: first big boy concert i was 13. <laughs> so that's the big boy you're with your big boy were you were, were you, you were
0: with 13. your either of your parents
1: uh no i was actually with my sister
0: Okay. Uh, I'd say that's was, a big boy concert. And it
1: was very last minute. But yeah, so it would have been 87, yeah, 13. I would have been 13. Raffi. Uh, and it was Raffi. And uh, no, it was the guy that plays the pan flute. <laughs> Who's the um, the pan flute guy? You
0: is, know? Is, the, is he a member of no. Sharon Lois and Bram? Uh,
1: it was Motley Crue.
0: Okay. Oh, when you
1: were so 13? Slightly to, so I was 13 going to see Motley Crue. And, uh, that, yeah, that, and and I was a big fan. I'd been listening to them since I was 10. Yeah. Uh, that's what most 10-year-olds listen to, is it not?
0: Um, maybe in Didsbury. And you're trying really hard to rally rail against uh, something.
1: <laughs> so I would consider that to be the first show, although there were others, but that one was
0: the one that had the biggest impact. Thirteen eh? where was it? Saddle Dome. It was. 13. I can
1: still remember exactly where the seats were. Yeah, I can you're not remember which way that. my neck was cranked. Thirteen years old. It's Motley Crue. There's a lot of debauchery going mm-hmm. on in the stands. Hand yeah. on the stage. You're never
0: the same again. <laughs>
1: and never the same. It honestly, it did. It's it's like it's that epiphany moment that well, yeah. I've had a couple of those, but sent me on the course of of what I loved about live music and.
0: Yeah, I've been trying to think. I'm pretty sure I know what my first big boy show was, but before that, it would have been like Dudley. The Did you guys have Dudley the Dragon out here? <laughs> no. well, that may have just been an Ontario <laughs> children's show. Um, or Rain. I remember seeing Rain. The The Beatles. Yeah, pretty, yeah.
1: Oddly enough, my I took my my kids to see that. Yeah. Here several times. Yeah,
0: I was I was probably in grade four or five. I was- tribute not a big boy concert though right but my first big boy concert was Talk. oh wow which is pretty wild i remember grade six i was still in school and my parents i don't know they i think i think i went home one day and they were just like hey we're gonna go to the show and it was uh for those that don't know is literally half a million people yeah so great so so
1: you're about 12 13 so we're about the same age Mm -hmm. you're maybe just a touch younger uh, yeah, like how do what what do you remember about being in a crowd that size?
0: I remember there's a couple things. Well, first of all, I remember um, they had to shut down a lot of like the major roads to get in and out because again, half a million people walked into this park, um, and so you were you, we got to walk with you know hundreds of people over the the big highway in Toronto, and um, I remember a uh, strange smell in the air i think i remember that <laughs> i remember that um there were people close to us i don't know if they're directly beside us or maybe we just walked past them but i think they had baked my memory of it is that they had baked um like a bottle of vodka into a pound cake oh because i don't think you weren't allowed to like bring your own booze there um but yeah i remember I, I very far back i think i did some sitting on my dad's shoulders at one point um You know, a lot of people on a very hot day having a little too much fun, maybe some of them. But yeah, I mean the Stones, A C D C that's who I was really interested in was A C D C and Rush, the guess who I mean it was a And that was was
1: that two thousand two?
0: Uh, yeah. Was Sam no, Roberts there? Sam Roberts yeah. was there. That was early, early, early in Sam, Sam Roberts. Roberts. He was yeah. one of the first bands that played, right. actually. Yeah. Um, F- uh, Flaming Lips were there. I really remember that because they had all the bubbles and the people yeah. were in the costumes and stuff. Um, the Isley Brothers, I think, were there. Hmm. Blues Brothers, uh, 2002 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Justin Timberlake. And... If I recall, the the Stones headlined, right? It was ACDC yes. and then the Stones. Yes. yes.
1: And I do that one thing I remember because that was telecast, right? So that oh, yeah. was Yeesh. all across. So I remember watching it at home, and I remember that being kind of a little bit of a moment of going, ACDC might be the greatest rock and roll band in pretty... history because I thought ACDC kind of stole the show from the Stones.
0: Well, I didn't care about the Stones at all then. I was purely about ACDC. We actually walked out like we want to get a head start away from the 500,000 people. So we actually left um the grounds we we're walking out as the Stones were playing Ruby Tuesday. I have a very very fond memory of that because I love that song. You know what?
1: In all of my years of concerting, yeah. I can count to the best of my knowledge two shows that I walked out early on or left early on. Yeah. It didn't even if I didn't love the band or they were at a shitty performance,
0: you stay I, I stayed to the end for yeah.
1: absolutely every single one. I, there's only two times I can remember leaving early.
0: Well, one of these days, I t- uh, I think you know the story, my Metallica story about leaving the show early. I'll tell you about that another time, but it's also t- almost too coincidental. It's just, anyways. Why are we
1: saving that for
0: Okay, later? so I will go to see Metallica. Um, I'm uh, 17 years old. They're on the Death Magnetic Tour at the ACC in Toronto. Um, my favorite Metallica song of all time is Blackened. I love that song so much. Uh, he will uh, dispute this or refute this, this, but I, I'm pretty sure my buddy. There's uh, also a strange smell in the air that night. Uh, he went to the bathroom. He was in there for way too long. I went to check on him, and uh, as soon as I'm in there, I could just hear that black and drift hit, and missed pretty much the whole song. Uh, he was fine, in case anyone's wondering. Fast forward. Well, when did we see Metallica in Edmonton? Uh,
1: Four years, three years ago. That was on the worldwide or the. Uh, hardwired tour yeah yeah um we yeah,
0: three, were there station promotion we had a bunch of listeners go so we're yep. kind of babysitting yep right and um my coworker and i matt we decided to head to the bus early before the encore or during the encore so that we could make sure we met every listener there and everyone was accounted for and uh sure enough as we're walking out just as soon as we got past like the no re-entry zone <laughs> blackened riff hits <heads. laughs>
1: It's crazy and that's not an. lie i mean I wouldn't call that an often played Metallica. No, song. I don't yes, think they do, it is. but I bet if you looked up the stats.
0: Not every not every show. It's definitely not on every show. And Metallica also song. like 12 years later or something, so. Wow. Yeah, that was that is uh heartbreaking. Yeah, someday maybe someday I'll get to see it, but I've listened to it from away from my seats, I guess.
1: What uh what's the band that you've seen the most?
0: Ooh, uh, probably Jack. Jack White or the Really? Queen. Jack White nice. or Queens, yeah. Yeah, I saw the last White Stripes show in Toronto, which was pretty nuts. I was that was another big boy show. I think it was fifteen. Yeah, um, that was a wild time. But yeah, it makes me sad.
1: And that was on yeah the Icky Thump tour. Obviously, yep. that's yeah the big concert regret of mine was uh, I hadn't quite fully gotten into the White Stripes by that point. I remember and you again me this. at the we were at the working at the radio station, and there was a bunch of uh, people from the station that were going mm-hmm. to see the show, and they're like, "Oh, we got an extra ticket, you should come." And I'm like, "Ah, like." you know, I'm kind of into, you know, they're okay. Yeah. And I said no. And then it was probably within about six months after that show that the Jack White bug hit me and I became a massive fan.
0: And, uh, and one of the first times we met.
1: And actually, that you're right. I think that would have been the first time we met. Was at a Jack White show at? Uh, the
0: Lazaretto, uh, whatever that album was called. Yeah, what
1: it uh, What's the name of that park in uh, Calgary?
0: Uh, Fort, Fort, Fort something. Fort, Fort Calgary, maybe? They were doing X-Fest, <laughs> the, right. which doesn't exist anymore, but yeah. That was, I that's think right. you were that there with your first, dad too, that's right.
1: right? And um, yeah, my dad was my concert buddy for that. And Rankin and was there? We've talked about uh this, I think, lots of times, but my dad was always into cooler music than I was. So he'd, he he was into Jack White long before I had gotten into yeah, yeah, Jack yeah. White and the White Tripes. So yeah. He was a smart man. He was a smart man.
0: Um, Well, listen, like, uh, I am I could talk about concerts all day long, and we're going to do that in the near future as, as the road the stage progresses. But um, if you haven't gone back and listened to some of our interviews with people that actually perform at concerts well and we,
1: like and we talked <laughs> about some of the favorite shows Like, I mean that having Eric Owen from Black Pistol from Black Fire, Black yeah, Pistol Fire. I remember I, you know again that, that that first night they came and played Bose in 2018 whatever it was just floored yeah. absolutely floored smack you around a few times and uh, so yeah just to hear him talk about some of the shows and recollections of Red Deer you know said the whale was our first uh, guest and I think last year pre pandemic I'd seen said the whale three times yeah uh, in the year leading up to that, those days are returning soon. They're coming back. So, uh, in the meantime, yeah, go and check out those previous episodes. We've had some great guests on and uh, just great chats about what life is like on the road for those bands, what life has been like in the pandemic when they haven't been able to be on the road. Yeah. Uh, we've had some pretty amazing conversations we're thus going, far.
0: We're going to continue. So, make sure you follow us, uh, tell your friends, tell your families, tell complete strangers about the road, the stage, all over social media. Follow Bar Barn Stage on YouTube. Um, uh, tick. What's that? Tick, 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 tick. We're running out of time. I think that's okay. I'm getting there. Pete's getting texts. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, we t- ne- next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Do we want to tease who's on the way? Nah. Let's not. No. We better not. No. Let's. We'll just let the episodes happen when they get released every Wednesday. By the way, shout out to producers Ryan and Riley. Last thing, website, website, website.
1: The Road the Stage is produced by Ryan Cooley and Riley Yin. recorded in Red Deer, Alberta, and in partnership with Bose Bar and Stage, Troubled Monk, and Tourism Red Deer. The Road the Stage.